0: Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk, and this is a digital savage experience, episode 30, three months with the foster kids. So, we started this journey, my wife and I, June 1st. Really didn't know how, what to expect, or how it would be, or how it would compare to the training we had in terms of foster care. But it's been a roller coaster ride of emotions, frustration with the system. And just overall happiness and joy that we see how the boys have grown over the past 12 weeks. So we got the boys, two brothers, now 18 months and 3 years old in June. And it's been a blessing for sure. It's taught me a lot of things that can be applied to business. I don't know if... All of you or any of you have kids of your own, foster kids, step kids, kids you consider your own, the blessing it is, and the joy it brings you, and the lessons it teaches you in terms of patience, value of things, importance, and all kinds of things like that. So we've basically tried to add as much joy and love to their lives for However long they will be with us. So we've gotten them season passes to Six Flags, which they loved. In terms of going to Looney Tune land every time. Taking them on the safari and doing their ABCs with animals. And then just having a lot of fun with them there several times. First time we went was 4th of July. We've taken them to the aquarium we've been to a baseball game we've went to a Giants preseason game and two weeks ago we actually drove all the way down to Florida which we needed approval on and we took them to Disney World first day we just kind of relaxed hung out at the Disney Resort we stayed in by the pool second day was a little interesting 12 hours in Disney World with the 18 month old and the three year old in 95 degree weather with probably 75 to 80 percent humidity. They were champs. We got through the whole day, all the way up to the fireworks. They slept well. We did Hollywood Studios. We went to the Gulf of Mexico. We hung out in other parts of Florida. And basically stayed a week and had a 20-hour drive back. For the most part, they were good. Obviously, they're small, so they complained for things like food and bathroom breaks. But from June 1st, when we got them to now, it's a complete turnaround in terms of their personalities, in terms of their eating habits, in terms of their discipline. So not having kids before this, I would wasn't sure how it would be, but I think like one of the main things to handle one child or multiple children is structure and some kind of plan. So they nap every day. Obviously weekdays, they're in daycare because when I'm working and running things, my wife's at work, they have to be cared for. But on days off and weekends, they still nap, they take three hour naps, they have healthy, wholesome lunches, they don't watch much TV, they have a lot of books and a lot of toys, and a lot of things to stimulate, you know, their imagination, and their growth in general. So, the frustrating part of the whole thing is, is just the process. State by state, it's a little different, but in New Jersey, um, the main goal of the child services department is basically reunification with the family of the child. It seems like regardless of the situation though. So if the person that lost the children just shows up to whatever the court of point in action is and just shows up, that's the bare minimum. That's good enough for the most part. Nothing else is measured in terms of a value of success, but if that person is showing up, that's making an effort. Well, I don't necessarily think that's good enough when you put two small lives into the mix. And I've been very disappointed and very local about the process in the Pry training, which is basically the licensing and the education portion to be resource parents, basically foster parents in the state of New Jersey, it seemed like it was a little bit sugar-coated in terms of like the department's here for you, everyone's here to answer questions and help, and I think for a lot of this journey we've had to fend for ourselves and, you know, like pick teeth in terms of answers So, it's been a little hard and difficult in that sense, but otherwise, we've managed and we've figured it out. But I think the support and communication the state has has to improve a lot. And basically, focus on what's in the best interest of the child, not just simply let's shove them back to a parent or caregiver, regardless if they're rehabilitated, if they're better, if they're healthier, versus. Them just showing up and getting a check mark for attendance. I don't really think that's right. But in general, obviously it's the law. So at the end of the day, I can disagree with it. Whatever happens, happens. I'm going to leave it in God's hands. We've been praying about it. We've been praying with the kids about it. We've been telling the kids that we care about them and we love them regardless. For however long they are with us and to have... My wife and myself, in their hearts, and will always love them. And they're young enough to maybe not even remember if they go back to their biological family in five, ten years. Their experiences here, but maybe the love and joy that we've shown them kind of molds them indirectly. Regardless if they remember us, they may remember how to, you know, be decent human beings. My only fear is them going back to a situation where they won't grow or they'll be neglected or something even worse. So I'm praying about it. Every day it's interesting. Every day it's a challenge, but it's awesome waking up in the morning, having two little human beings depending on you, running to you, giving you hugs, telling you they love you, and just overall just... Happy, regardless of the fact that what they've been through or what they may be going through inside, inside their little minds and hearts and the confusion that's been added to their lives and the situation they've been put in that they don't really deserve. They're still overall happy and healthy boys that basically just are looking for love and to be taken care of and comforted. So we're doing that. We've actually also, the second or third week They were there with us It was the oldest boy's birthday So we threw a big party for him Invited a bunch of people that showed up Without even meeting them before And were very loving And introduced majority of our family members In the area In terms of, you know an extended circle of support as well and they've been very well received and the boys ask for various family members and it's it's been great we thought that they would be a little shy or confused but they've basically adopted and accepted all of our family members and vice versa the family members have you know embraced them and saw them as you know complete joy and just happiness so that's what i'm going through on that front balancing that and prioritizing them my wife and my dogs with other things like novazor digital work like cubic consulting work learning networking blogging, contributing this podcast, growing it, monetizing it at some point and just taking it one day at a time, but regardlessly makes but overall the process has taught me a lot and it's teaching me a lot day by day and I hope to keep learning and growing. The other interesting part is we've we have a resource home that we've been approved to have as many as four kids, which basically came true a few weeks in where we volunteered to take an emergency placement of two additional brothers, one being only a few months old and the other one being four. So you can only imagine having four little boys for three days straight, basically caring for them, trying to comfort them, And that was super interesting, Um, but all four, basically, it didn't take much to keep them happy or, you know, be joyous or warm. All they really needed is, you know, some kind of love or affection, basically a hug to tell them everything was all right, tuck them in, feed them, play with them. And that's about it. That's all they kind of need. But other than that, these two additional boys were basically respite, which is kind of like emergency care in New Jersey or short term as well. And uh, they kind of showed up with no clothes, basically dirty, no formula, ripped up stuff. So my wife ran to the store, got hundreds of dollars of clothes and new backpacks and shoes and formula and things of that nature because they simply needed it um obviously we haven't gotten that money reimbursed which it is what it is because it's not about money but in new jersey kids basically get a stipend to take care of them so a lot of these people that volunteer to be homes for foster care long or short term they're basically doing it for the money so basically pocketing majority of the money and giving the kids nothing which is sad because we're the opposite we've thrown so much money to making these kids lives as memorable as possible regardless how long they are with us that we don't care if we get a reimburse or not and the shame of it all is that there aren't that many people in terms of the foster care system that are foster parents that are like that in New Jersey yes there, there, there are a lot in terms of you know here or there but as a whole I've we've had stories of you know we getting called about getting emergency placements where the foster parents have been accused of abuse and the foster kids have been taking out taking care or taking out of the home so it's it's rough um not everybody is built for it I guess um emotionally mentally financially but I think if you're doing it for the right reasons and you're taking it one day at a time it, I think it'll all work out um, if these kids can become productive and healthy and stable members of society and we inspire them and help them to grow and get rid of anything in terms of their mind that they've gone through or help them cope with it, then I think it's uh, a lot more beneficial than, you know, monetary or materialistic things because these kids will remember it and I mean, it would. It definitely shaped their lives for the better and shaped them as, you know, upstanding men and women. So if you ever have been interested in foster care or foster or adopt or short term respite, I would encourage you to look into it because it's been super rewarding and it may be scary at first. But if you have a strong support system, you have a companion, a husband, a wife, whoever that you're going to go on the journey with then it's a lot easier so if you guys have any questions about fostering any other experiences i've had with the foster care system in new jersey or how to deal with certain situations with foster kids in terms of some of the emotional scars that they carry feel free to reach out you know submit feedback uh, Opportunities for future episodes, opportunities to collaborate on. If you have a podcast and, you know, guest host or appear or vice versa, feel free to reach out to me on any social media channel or via email. So until next time, guys, take care. Bye bye.